Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back everyone to another episode of ours. I'm here with Waleed and Faisal. Um, so this episode we're going to talk about the second 10 or yeah, the second 10 days of Ramadan. Uh, you know, previously we talked about the first 10 days of Ramadan. Uh, now we're going to talk about the second 10 days as we enter the second 10 days of Ramadan. Um, and you know, for this theme, it's going to be about forgiveness. And uh, my first question that I want to pose you guys to you guys is, where in your daily life do you most see God's forgiveness? Um, I, uh, interesting enough, I think it's difficult for me to, to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. And, and I say this because um, I say this because when you talk about Allah subhanahu, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness, you're talking about something that uh, you know it's there. Right, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says that He's Al Ghafar, so like He's you know and Rahman Rahim, like y- you know He He's He will forgive and He forgives, um, but Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in the end is the one who forgives or who doesn't, right? It, it, it's it's left up to Him, and so uh, when when I when you ask Bar like where in my daily life do I see uh, God's forgiveness? I mean, honestly, my answer, and especially in these days as we're reading the Quran, like, I see it in the Quran. I, I think that's that's to the extent, I think. I mean, I'd love to see, you know, what, what you and Faisal say uh, to this. Maybe it will, you know, broaden my perspective on this. But, like, I see it just just in in the Quran, you know, um, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has forgiven, you know, certain people or uh, where he's mentioned stories of people that, um, you know, whatever trials that they went through and then and they got forgiven you know and, and and it's more of like you hope that you can be forgiven and that sort of thing the the promise of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you um but uh outside of that i'm not, I'm not sure if I, I i tangibly see it um but yeah F- Faisal. so i'm gonna tie in my answer with the times we live in today uh covid19 and this is because it's a very special Ramadan where everyone is at home and as there's a pandemic going on, I see day-to-day forgiveness or Allah's forgiveness uh, in the households and people that have to s- live together um, uh, in the same house for a long time. Or I guess you're not being able to go out. So uh, the, the reason why I say I see that forgiveness in, 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 in the households is because... Allah's forgiveness, right, is his own category. Uh, he is the all-knowing and the all-giving. Um, but your forgiveness is not necessarily, I wouldn't say an extension to Allah's forgiveness, but it is through Allah's for, the teachings of Allah's forgiveness that you learn how to forgive. And I see Allah's forgiveness through the times, I've heard stories of people that were fighting so much as spouses or they were... Um, they just had topics as, as friends that maybe they dorm together or as siblings, they come from different parts of the world and now they are home. Um, or yourself, you now have to sit down in your own apartment and you're just pondering on life. Uh, the forgiveness part is where you have the time to think of what has passed as an individual if you're alone or as if you're with people. Now I have to be with you. I need to forgive you of certain things in order for me to have this uh, flow going on in the house. And I see Allah's forgiveness in these parts, and especially in today's uh, 
coronavirus. And, and uh, I guess that's, we're trying to say daily life and daily is what's going on today. And of course, the other parts of, you know, um, the, the forgiveness uh, of, and I love that my, my grandpa has this thing where uh, when he gets super mad at something, the moment he goes to sleep next morning, as if never happened. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts that in us by nature. When we were kids and we were just fighting with siblings or with parents, the moment we sleep, we wake up, you just forgot about it. And I think that ties in. <laughs> I will say, mashallah, good for your grandfather. But I have, that can also be really bad. <laughs> Like, you know, oh, yeah. where somebody's like, wow, you just forgot about that? You don't, you don't remember what, what, what you oh, just no. did? <laughs> <laughs> that can turn around right. really hard. No, no. <laughs> right. Well, I guess we need to coin, I guess, forgive, forget, forgive and forget, <laughs> right? People say that. Um, <laughs> of course not speaking Or, or I forgive, but I don't forget. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> No, I guess uh, okay. I guess I want to focus on the forgive part. Did you call your grandfather? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Damn. I'm just kidding. My grandpa's I'm gonna hear kidding. this, Willie. Then you you should expect a phone call right now. <laughs> it's okay. He'll he'll forgive and forget, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I guess we can talk about that later on. The whole forgiven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. That, 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 that's our, yes. today's episode. We're gonna yeah. talk about that more in depth. Inshallah, inshallah. But yeah, so in my day to day life, that's my. Um, I guess my insight on that. But no, that's a good perspective. I, I didn't I didn't think of um, how we can emulate uh, characteristics like that. So that's 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 a good way to um, to look at it. Bar, what about you? Yeah. Um, no, I I'd say I definitely agree with you, Ulid, and, and that Faisal's perspective is, is is a good point. I like that. Um, uh, to be honest, man, for me, and I don't mean to sound like very down or anything, like. I, I know it's something that I'm struggling with, to be honest. And the reason why is because, you know, I feel like no matter what I do is not good enough. Like, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes, like, if I do a mistake, I just feel so guilty. And I'm like, like, yeah, I know, like, I can say astaghfirullah and, like, things like that and just, you know, make tawbah. Um, and I know it, like you said, like, I know it's there. But sometimes I'm just worried. I'm like, you know, am I really forgiven? Like, that easy? Like, I feel like I can't be let go that easy. Like, I, I made a mistake. I shouldn't. I don't know. I deserve like some kind of timeout or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> like, so, like I just sometimes I feel like I don't, I don't see it because I just feel like what I my istighfar is not good enough. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a that's a, that's a really good um, that's a really really good thought that that you bring up, Ara. And I think a, a lot of us internally we we, we struggle with that and. And this is and this is and this is where I was going to with with my thought on forgiveness as well, where it's like you know it's there and you know what to do to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness, like all those guidelines are there. Um but ultimately yeah. And I mean I, I yeah, go, sorry, go, sorry, go, 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 go. No, I was gonna say like I I'm not saying I don't want anyone to think that I don't believe in Allah's yeah, yeah, forgiveness. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. And every time I hear those stories, you know, these beautiful stories of people like being forgiven, even though they did like a horrendous sin or horrendous act, like I, like I'm still kind of worried. You know, I'm worried you for know, myself. You know. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Go, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, but honestly, uh, to be in that state of mind is a good sign, 
and then it's on because you're always in that constant so what, what you're saying um you're constantly thinking am i am i good enough uh, am i thinking it, it it's it means you're alerted you know it means you're alive it, that you're conscious of it so if anything that constant um that constant uh, dwell in the magnitude of what i've done is it forgivable and how long does the forgiving take is there a process um you know for you to define what you've the, for you to even define the magnitude of what you think you might have done something simple so you think by definition it'll take half an hour for allah to let it go you know uh, while maybe that small thing is 10 times a bigger thing you think it is just that constant state of mind keeps you uh, on your feet so I, I personally think it's a good position to be in because um, you're always uh thinking but yeah it, it's it's a good point to to bring up I'm going to insert uh, one of my goals, uh, as I mentioned, for this Ramadan was to learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's names. And subhanAllah, his names come out so often in these, in, like when we have these thoughts. And and uh, just for everyone listening, we're recording this. I think we're going to release this on Monday, right? Yeah, this is the first, yeah, we're going to release this on Monday. And we've already had conversations what we're releasing later on in the week. So things might get a little jumbled. Um, but, and I think I mentioned this in another one of those. One of his names is As-Salam, right? Uh, peace, you know? And it's just so, subhanAllah, like when we think about this mercy and just the struggle that you're talking about, Bara, where it's like, am I forgiven or did I do this right? Or was my sin so bad that I can't? And all of this anxiety and all of this, you know, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about paradise, that's when he, you know, that's one of those places where you can most see this peace, this as-salam, this, you know, this characteristic of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where all of this goes away like all of this like you just enter there's nothing for you to worry about no no stress no nothing and this is you know we ask Allah to, to make us of those people who are in this spot who have this mm-hmm. peace but but when but you know when when we're talking about all this anxiety of our uh, repentance and does it count in all of this i think about i think about this assalam i think about this this time that i that I hope and I pray that we get there where none of this is anymore, you know? And it's just, it's just a, the contrasting that is just so, um, so eye opening and so, so vivid for me. So, so, uh, we're going to transition as, as we are in the, in the month of, uh, subhanAllah, you know, second Ashra is, is right here. Um, but how do y'all feel like, fasting ties into forgiveness or how does forgiveness tie into fasting so i think um fasting and forgiveness uh, can go hand in hand uh, just because um the uh we willie you alluded to that in the in the, in the first quran reflection a series that the, the the shaitan or iblis or the devil is on our course um, so in the month of Ramadan, we know that uh, Allah has taken him away out of our lives. So now we're the, the, our course is empty. So we get to to go through our course with no interventions from the devil, at least. Um, so fasting can go hand in hand with the forgiveness because sometimes you think I don't want to, you know, in day to day activities, you feel like that I don't want to forgive as a person or I guess that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to forgive me. But now that Iblis is out of that course, 
right? It's just you and that path. Um, you as a person, now it's a, it's, it's, it's a test for you. Are you able to forgive? Um, there's no temptation to stop you away from it for, as a, from, from a devil's standpoint. But also with your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, there's nothing that can steer, uh, again, from a, from a, from a devil's standpoint, there is nothing, he cannot steer you away from your connection with Allah. So now the signal is the strongest it can be. Um, there's no obstacles in, in between. And I think this is where forgiveness and, and fasting come hand in hand. And of course, there's this element of uh, you're testing yourself when you're the you know nutrition uh, deprived and, and, and liquid deprived, I guess food and water deprived. Um, so you're 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 in that state of mind where you're just looking to the next meal if you're hungry or you're, if you know you're thirsty, um, and you're tested with okay, I need to still repent to Allah for all the things that I've done. I, you know, he's told me not to eat, and right now I'm not eating, and I still have to ask him for forgiveness. I'm doing so much for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, but are you? Um, so Allah gives you that time to reflect. You know, uh, you you mentioned uh, you mentioned the devil. Um, <laughs> someone told someone told me this. You having a good time, Bar? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I just. I just think, I just think it's kind of funny that we're like talking about up the, devil. the devil's yeah, like as if he's a good person that we know. <laughs> like yo, I met him yesterday. <laughs> the devil next door. Yo, I try, I try to kick his butt. You know, I met him yesterday. Like, <laughs> just for everyone listening again, we this is our third recording of today. the day, and we've talked about the devil oh, quite a bit in, today in the, in the past so. three hours. So it's not like we had. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Really good conversations to come, um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of the devil. <laughs> no, no, but but as you as you as you're speaking of the devil, um, isn't that a saying? Like speaking of the devil, and somebody walks in. Oh yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, well, okay. Uh, oh, right now he's chained up. But um, so uh, somebody told me this, and I just wanted to share with you guys. You know, when we talk about the devil being locked up. And we, we think about how are we still doing some bad things? Like, how are we still, you know, roped in or whatever this case is? And yet, I mean, it's your own self. But somebody put this analogy for me, and I wanted to share it with you, that it's you, it's like inertia. This These bad things or whatever that you were involved in, that the, 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 the devil, you know, brought you in before Ramadan, like, he, it's like a wheel, like a wheel that's like rolling. It's not going to stop un unless you yourself make it stop. So if during this whole, this month, you know, you question yourself, well, hey, the devil is supposed to be locked. Why am I still doing these bad things? It's because it was your routine before Ramadan and this wheel was already moving. You need to stop. The inertia is keeping it moving. You have to you have to stop it yourself. Uh, isn't it one of Newton's like laws, right? Newton's second law, yes. No, it's first law. First law. First. If an object keeps moving, it'll keep in moving. In motion. Yeah. An object in motion will stay in motion unless something, 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 and it's not whatever, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should know this. Um, no, but uh, now, the fight, now, yeah. now it's now it's stuck in my brain. Can somebody Google this? I'll I'll Google this for Bara while you are. Well, well, okay, I'll Google this. Wait, Google uh, what? Newton's third law? Newton's. I think it's second. I think it's second law. No, I no, think... it's first law. It's first law. I promise you. Because, no, no, it's first law because the second law is uh, force action, equals mass reaction. times. X. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. If for every. Third, oh no, it's a third, third law. law. It's a third law. Third. It's a third law. No, no, third law. Phasal zero. Phasal zero. Are you sure? 
Hold on, hold on. I'm Googling. I'm Googling. <laughs> Third is that for every action, there's a reaction equal in mass and, and, and energy or force. Yeah, like exactly. Exactly. Oh, 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 oh. So this is first law. I love how we took this into the three. Okay, look, Newton's first law. Okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I got you. I have, I have it pulled up. I have it pulled up. So okay, the, the 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 Newton's first law referred to as the law of inertia, which says an object at rest stays at rest, and an object in motion stays in motion with the same speed, unless acted upon by an unbalanced. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Laura, <laughs> mashallah. Good job. Good job. Good thank job. You. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, thank you. I, was, I got I a degree in physics, wrong. a PhD going, in physics. I thought it was second, then I oh, thought it was good. the third. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I knew it was yeah. um, but 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 does that make sense though? The the, the idea that I mean, no, it, can it, does. Also, it can it also does. be in the good deeds and, and your your good routines. But wait, right, but, like, wait. yeah, go go go. Sorry, go. I was gonna I was gonna ask actually. Uh, sorry to get off a little bit tangent, but I mean, it could also be like your nafs also, because I, I I do think your nafs is also like an enemy. It's not. It might not be like the main enemy, but like. You know how like sometimes your your own self could be an enemy, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it, it, exactly, exactly. And so, but but how does that nafs build though? Like it, it builds by what you train it to do. Exactly. Right? Like like if, exactly. if you're training it to to continuously be lazy, if you're if you're training it to continuously, you know, uh, whenever it comes to a t like an intersection between you have to choose between something that God has asked versus what your desires ask, and you do desires all the time. You know, you, you've trained yourself to this is it, this is it, this is it. You know, so you can't just expect that to turn off. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so 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 sorry. We want we want we want. Uh, I just wanted to comment on on Faisal speaking oh, yeah, yeah, of the yeah. devil. Uh, so so yeah. how do you think how do you think um, fasting ties into forgiveness, or how do you think you know forgiveness ties into fasting? Yeah, um, definitely. So the way I see how fasting ties in with forgiveness is that. You know, fasting in a way kind of gives us self-awareness, like in, in the, the practice in in of itself gives awareness. Um, and I can give you a quick example how, like you know, during the whole month of Ramadan, we fast, right? But what happens on the day of Eid? We wake up, you know, walk downstairs into the kitchen, maybe like you know, get a glass of water. But I was, we're about to like sip it. Like we kind of like hesitate a little bit. Wait, I'm like, am I fasting or not? Like you, you start like this kind of, what have you been doing for the past month has inculcated in you like a way of, of awareness that you're actually questioning whether you should drink water if you're fasting or not. Like usually people just drink water because it's like, you know, it's something essential. Um, but now you have this awareness, you're actually questioning, oh, like I should drink it or not. Am I aware? Like you're, you're self-aware. Should I, am I fasting? You have to remind yourself. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not. So you, you can go ahead and, and drink it. So I feel like with that self-awareness that's, you know, has kind of instilled in you th throughout, like, fasting the whole month, you then also could figure out, you know, what areas in your life um, do you, you, you start, like, what areas in your life do you feel like you can improve? You, you know what I mean? Like, you start thinking about relationships. I feel like that's the first thing that, you know, I, I mean, for me, I have to think about relationships. Uh, you know, have I forgot forgiven people that have wronged me, or have I asked for forgiveness from people who have wronged? Um, and, and I mean, that's how I I see it. it's like the physical aspect of it, and how fasting really ties in with forgiveness because it, it gives self awareness. And that's a that's a perspective I I wouldn't want to thought of. Thank thanks. Uh, that's a, that's a that's a great perspective, Ara. Um, when when I think of when I think of forgiveness. Um, I, I, I literally think of a, you know, like, like a physical, 
uh, I want to call it a rock, but like a physical something that's in your heart. Um, that like if you wrong someone, that thing just stays in your heart and weighs you down a little bit. Yeah. And when you when it when it comes to forgiveness, it's that rock or whatever that physical thing is dissolving and like going away, and like your heart is like lifted. And so I mean, uh, so so when we, when we talk about fasting, we talk about you know detoxing, you know health wise that you know it's a detox from from however your your health pattern or your your diet pattern is and you're detoxing your body and in the same way it's you're detoxing spiritually as well so all these <clears throat> all these ways that that you may have wronged Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all these ways that you you may have caused these these whatever this is in your heart to weigh it down you are you are you are dissolving it so that it can it can lift you up so that you're you're, you're coming with a with a clean slate um and again, like, you know, I'm going to keep bringing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's names in as that's something that I'm learning. One of his names is Al-Quddus, uh, the Holy One, pure, you know, pure. And so when I think of when I think of this month of Ramadan, you know, I, I hope that we, you know, we can emulate this characteristic of being pure, of, of, of purifying ourselves, of cleansing ourselves, of, of lifting anything that, that keep it, that keep our heart dark from from specifically these ways that we have we we have wronged Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and and to dissolve these things so that we can you know purify purify ourselves um if that if that makes sense um what what do you what do you think um it's really interesting to to put meaning to some things that again like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all knowing but it's interesting to to see reflections on or takes on you know why some certain things are the way that they are why why do y'all think um that forgiveness is these 10 days or and and what what do you feel like how do you feel like the first 10 days of mercy of rahma leads into these second 10 days of, of forgiveness um i think the first 10 days is being mercy is again it's a warm-up that allah has given you in this month you know you want to warm up before the month even starts but in the month itself, the first 10 days, Allah is being merciful to you. He knows that you're adjusting to the month. Uh, you're still trying your best to adapt to the to the new norm of you know fasting and being holding your temper. So, so spiritually, psychologically, mentally, physically, all these things you know come to you in different in all different aspects. So He's merciful, and I think the connection where between that and the second is now it's kind of like it's not taking turns but it's like stepping it up a little bit okay now 10 days you need to go in a state like a, a state of mind where you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness of your own sins um and uh and of that relationship that is sacred between you and you, you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and yourself um so he's he's kind of set you up where you know he's shown you his mercy and now he kind of there's this part where you know the, the hadith where if you get closer to Allah Allah gets closer to you if you if you walk to Allah Allah runs to you if you so it's that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so close to you he's he's so close to you than than your own uh, what was your Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is closer to you than your jugular vein yeah Jug, yeah jugular vein. vein so like it's he's 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 much closer than you think and for him to be so close to you and he's asking you that I will open up the doors of 
forgiveness to you during this month and I have specified these 10 days for you to ask for forgiveness in every aspect of your life your dhikr, your salah, your dua, your, uh, your, um, your actions uh, I think is very, is very uh, eye-opening and also I think it goes the responsibility for you uh, I think Bara, you alluded to that just a little bit ago where you know when you forgive in, in your personal relationships um, that also is time for you to start forgiving you know you uh, to think about all these things that have happened you know the more generous you are with forgiving but of course you know we don't not not you know grandpa's forgetting and forgiving um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you you know you assess of course there are certain severities for different things that happen to you um, and it's up to you to make that judgment but at the same time just know that Allah is watching and that forgiveness weighs a lot to the rocks as you were saying Walid that are in you um, the more you forgive the more these the more you feel like you're free and honestly there's the hadith of uh, again I'm going to summarize that the, one of the companions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam I am mixing Allah and the Prophet so much today uh, the companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam uh, asked you know, one time he passed by a guy and he said he will enter Jannah. And the companion asked, why, the pro- why, O oh Prophet, is this person going to Jannah? He is the most normal, ordinary person we have ever met. So the guy made it his, his expedition in life to get to know this guy and see why did the Prophet say he's going to Jannah. So he goes to him and he sees his life. And the more he sees his life, the more it proves to him that this person is, more, is just very ordinary. Nothing special. Uh, in comparison to the other companions, like the ones that have made uh, uh, notable and uh, um, uh, physical changes, that you see him and you're like, oh yeah, he did this and or she did that, right? So he went to him personally and he asked them, oh, a companion, what is it special about you? What do you do that is something we none of us do? And he said, really, there's nothing special that I do than you guys, but I do one thing and I'm consistent with it. Every night before I go to sleep, I ask Allah to forgive me and forgive those that, that have wronged me. And he's conscious of that every day. And it's so powerful that the Prophet ﷺ said, this person is going to Jannah. Um, so, you know, it's hard. It's not easy. Bra, you, know, you, you mentioned that. It's definitely not the easiest thing to forgive all the time. And you don't want to be taken advantage of because when people know you're forgivable or you forgive a lot, they can take advantage of that so of course there's that you know there's limits but at the same time just you know go as deep as uh, as 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 you can uh, especially during these 10 days but yeah oh, i love that story that's a really good story i love thinking about that honestly yeah i was I always remind myself of that um you know as as for me like what is the connection for the first ashara to the second um I think I can relate this to like my struggles, like as as I said earlier, um, like and like how I don't see or not or feel the forgiveness. I feel like the reason why it was structured this way is because if you want to enter Ramadan, you know, with the hopes of um, you know, understanding and reflecting on Allah's mercy, so that you can then. You know, ask forgiveness and just you know feel good that like okay, I'm been forgiven because I, I kind of understood to the best of my capacity that Allah has a very very unlimited vast uh, mercy. You know what I mean? So like I think that's 
that's the connection there. It's just to help you prime you up uh, to really. And I feel like I'm saying this as as to myself. Like you know, I'm really directing this to myself so I can just you know feel confident when I stay safar. But um, yeah, I mean that, that's honestly how I see that being connected. You know, it's like a prerequisite. I feel like I say that a lot, prerequisite. <laughs> but it's like it's like a thing that you know you have to you have to just understand so that you know you can prime you up to, yeah, to you know, seek forgiveness. Yeah. Wait, sorry, were you signaling something? I don't know. Sorry. No, no, sorry. I, I was I was on mute. Um, I was gonna say when you when you said prerequisite, I was asking Faisal. I feel like that's the first time you said that. Oh really? I don't know. <laughs> I think that that's before, the first Faisal? time you said that. Maybe one right? more time, but I <laughs> maybe in your know. mind, maybe, maybe in your maybe. mind, you've been saying prerequisite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, that th- those those are really uh, really good tricks. Again, it's really interesting to try to to try to find meaning behind some of these things that again, you know, Allah knows best. Of course, but, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's for, for me, um, when I think about these 10 days <clears throat> uh, or, or how, how these two 10 days or, th- you know, these th- these first 10 days of Rahmah and the second 10 days of forgiveness come together, you know, I think of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and really what, what that means. And I know we talked a little bit about this in the last uh, in the last 10 days uh, episode, um, but, you know, a, a verse, uh, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I wish I, I looked at this up, uh, but I, I don't know the exact translation. So forgive me if I'm if I'm missing it. Wait, but you want me to Allah Subhanahu talks about. Uh, if you can, if if you, if you can find it, but I don't think I'll. I don't know if I'll say it, you know, directly. But Allah Subhanahu Taala says something to the effect that you know, if I if I have if I reprimanded you, for all the things that you've done, this world would be empty. Basically, the idea that. Everybody sins like if I if I gave you what you deserved in punishment, then everybody would be done. So it's through Allah Subhanahu wa Taala's rahma, it's through His mercy that we continue, right? That Allah Subhanahu wa Taala allows us to continue. And one of this is also very evident in Surah Yasin. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is talking about His different ayats. Uh, I'm sorry, His different uh, yeah different signs and different ayahs and, and and one of them is about a boat like he, he's basically enough my like one of my signs is that you know you're able to travel on the water and the water keeps you going you know it could be <clears throat> that the water swallows you it could be that you know you get destroyed while you're at, at sea but it's through my mercy that i allow you to continue you know doing what going wherever you want to go fishing or whatever you need to do on this boat and this is where I think that the connection is, right? We understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when we ask for His mercy, we ask Him to give us reprieve for a little bit more, right? We, we ask Him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I know, you know, I've been bad or whatever, and I've, I've taken all these things for granted, granted. Can you give me a little bit more mercy so that I get more opportunities, that I live a little bit more, that, that I, I can, you know, I, 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 can, I continue to receive this, this reprieve from you, just like these people on the boat, to allow them not to sink, not to be taken away. Can you give me some of that mercy that that you ignore some of these things that I the, the wrong things that I do? Can, can I get some of that mercy? And then where forgiveness comes in is that okay, now that you've given me that mercy, and I think back of the the times that you're merciful that I did something wrong and you just hit me with something right that you were merciful for it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, can, can you give me can can you forgive me for those times I did take for granted? You know, can you give, can you forgive me for those times that you did give me mercy, that you did give me that, that you did I had a terrible day. Maybe I missed all my prayers. I was really really whatever, but you let me live. You let me see this moment. You you gave me mercy that that I'm here now 
now in this mercy, in this time that I've reflected on this mercy that you've given me and I've asked for more mercy and I've asked your mercy to continue, can you forgive me for those times that I did take you, uh, that I, did, I took your mercy uh, for granted and, and to try, try to, you know, try to erase that or, or you know, dissolve that uh, from, from, from the heart. So that's how I feel like these two, you know, first you ask for your mercy, you, you reflect on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy, you reflect on the opportunity he's given you, and then you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the forgiveness and, and for, 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 for those times that you took for granted when he was merciful to you. Well, you guys really cover uh, uh, the, under, the understanding of forgiveness in these 10 days. But my question to you now is, um, what is your understanding of Allah's forgiveness? So let me just give a little bit of a prequel to this. Um, as, as kids, you know, we're taught what forgiveness is about. And especially uh, the forgiveness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to us. Uh, you know, we, we were told if you ever do something wrong, you have to go through a repenting process uh, or asking for tawbah. Uh, so you go by, you know, your luck. You, first of all, you need to ask Allah to forgive you. And then you stop from doing that thing. And third, you make an intention that you will never do that thing. Um, so there is a process for repenting and asking for forgiveness. But... As you grow older, as you go through the journey of life, uh, you realize that the word forgiveness changes to you as a person. Uh, forgiveness becomes more encompassing of more things or less things. It depends on your journey in life, you know, your own experiences. So I wanted to ask, what is your understanding of Allah's forgiveness? Yeah, so my understanding of Allah's forgiveness is that I know that I can never truly firmly grasp the extent of forgiveness that Allah has. Because Allah's forgiveness is like unlimited. I would just say it's unlimited, you know, because I can't, I can't imagine. It's beyond my imagination. But, um, and, and, but I would like to give a story of what I'd like to remember. Brief story, what I'd like to remember, just to kind of, I guess, express how vast his forgiveness is. You guys know it. The story of the guy who killed the hundred men, um, or ninety-nine men, right? It was ninety-nine men at first. He, he, he was like worried that he killed so many people. He he feels like God won't forgive him, so he went to go speak to a sheikh, a local sheikh. He's like, "Oh sheikh, I killed ninety-nine people. Will God forgive me?" And the guy, the sheikh goes, "No." And then he kills the sheikh too. That becomes like a hundred. And then he goes to another sheikh, and then he asks them, "Hey sheikh, like I killed a hundred people. You know, will God forgive me?" And he said, yes, but under one condition, you have to go to the city for some reason. I forgot the exact details, but, you know, he said, yes, go to the city on, on that side of the town or whatnot. And if you go there, then God will forgive you. Um, and on his way, so the man embarks on this journey, on this nomadic journey. Get it? <laughs> no, I'm no, no, so, um, He embarks on his journey to go to this town. On his way there, he, you know, dies. Um, and so then... Uh, I forgot. This is what kind of gets fluffy for me, but I, I just, I just like I speak at a high level here. So if I'm like mistaken, correct me. Um, what I, I recall is that you know Allah orders the angels to, um, you know, bring the like crush the earth a little bit closer. So he that he's closer to that town. And then if he's closer to the town, he forgives them, right? So the measurement yeah, will be I, closer to the town than he is yeah, outside. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I think I think a part of that is uh, I think the angels had asked Allah Subhanahu regarding this man, 
and yeah. I think the the deal was if he's closer to this one than he is for that one, yeah. then he enters mm-hmm. heaven. Yeah. If he's closer to that, you know, oh. the the bad one oh. than the good one, then he's in hell. And so they measured it, and he was closer to the bad one. And then Allah SWT says, "Hey, move him, move him over, like you know, move him closer." And then and that's how he he enters heaven. Subhanallah. Yeah, subhanallah. I think I think that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. But that's I love that. It's a really beautiful story. Um, and then for the for your second part, uh, Faisal, um, how has the meaning changed over time? I wouldn't say it changed drastically or dramatically, but now I, I see that forgiveness is mercy and mercy is forgiveness. Like it's both. Um, like I, I feel like, you know, I didn't really grasp that as a kid growing up, but like now, as a, alhamdulillah, like as I grew older, I, I, I see that these are two like synonymous. They have to be together, if that makes sense. But when you say this, the first thing I think of is your heart has to be soft enough to under to to just go through that forgiveness process. Exactly. Is, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like yeah, exactly. I like. You that. can't be yeah. yeah. You can't be harsh-hearted or harsh. Exactly. And forgive. Yeah. It it kind of goes together. Yeah. Yeah. Walid, what do you think? Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. I, I I'm 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 close to what Bara had said you know when 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 we when we first talked about you know where do you where in your life do you see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness you know I had mentioned that you know in, in my life I see his forgiveness in the Quran and in the things he says um, because that's where he has he promises his forgiveness and similar to your story um, to your to, to the hadith that, that you mentioned uh, Bara uh, like for me, it's those ayats you know in, in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says you know you know it sh- should the sins of, of the servant of my servant you know reach the clouds of the sky and they came to me asking yes, for forgiveness yeah. i would forgive them yeah and you know and 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 those people who transgress against themselves by sinning you know if they if don't don't despair in the mercy of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that that he forgives all sins so when i when i when i when i think of you know the understanding of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness like this is this is where this is how this is how I understand it. You know, I understand it uh, in, in, from these verses, and also in again in, in, in the stories in the Quran where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is forgiving. You know, and especially in the stories of the messengers, because if Allah Subhanahu wa Taala can forgive these messengers, if He can forgive His own, His those people who are close to Him, right? Those people who have you know who, who are promised paradise, who are who are sent in this world to, to to as guidance for other people, then surely, then surely, then surely, you know. I, I I'm I, I can be in a category that I can ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness. I'm I'm worthy of that. And so, you know, it, and, and and I and I it's it's weird, but I, I really I really love the stories where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls out his messengers. So, you know, the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him was called out in, in, in the in the Quran. Remember there, there there was a time where he turned away from the blind well, man, yeah. right? And he was yeah, yep, and he was call, and he was called out. And um and also, there's there's an hadith where where Ibrahim alayhi salam, uh, I forget the exact story, but I think a man came from from the desert and he was really really thirsty, really hungry, or, you know, and they gave him water. And as soon as they gave him water, the the man bowed down to the sun, you know, the the, the setting sun. And Ibrahim's like, what the heck? You know, he took took the water away from him. And the angel came and he's like, what, why why did you take that away? Just because he did that? Do you think that he wasn't going to and and you know believe you know later on? So these stories where the prophets are called out. Uh, weirdly enough, 
I I like those stories because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is being real with us that hey, you know, these these people, yeah, they were they were, you know, they're they're my messengers. And Ibrahim alayhi salam, what what is he like the the friend of, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What, what um do, do you know? Khalilullah. Yeah, um, the friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? A brother, yeah, friend, yeah, friend, friend, friend. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and so just these stories where these these prophets are being called out, and and and, and they've been forgiven, right? They they they've those things are, those that's where my understanding for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is. Wow, yeah, about you? That's. I'm just now thinking of what you said because you're so right. Like he, when he calls them out, it, it brings the human human parts of them that they can they can forget and do stuff. Uh, and the last companion uh, or a messenger I was thinking of, Nuh salam, when he was calling for his son to come and he was waiting and waiting, and Allah was telling him, "Just don't wait, keep going." Um, like he's telling him, "Halas, I'm telling you to keep going." Um, and it's kind of calling out the whole like I know you're emotional towards them, but I'm telling you the, to stop. Um, but no, thank you for sharing that. You guys have hit the nail with this one. Um, for, for me, the understanding of Allah's forgiveness, um, I guess it's it's hard as a human and growing up uh, uh, to you always tie the forgiveness of, of of humans of the forgiveness of men with the forgiveness of Allah. So sometimes you think, you know, who is the most forgivable person I've ever met in my life? And that is your high. This is where the scale is. This is the standards. And sometimes as a kid, you think this person, this is Allah's forgiveness. He is as forgivable as so and so. And then when you grow older, you realize it really, it definitely has no limits. Uh, it, it goes, shatters that standards. Um, and then it's it's that the whole idea of, you know, that the meaning over time changes with your experiences um, because if you stay in a specific state of mind and that is that same state of mind you stay in forever you don't really you know not saying I'm not advocating that you should go out and do wrong things and test the waters <laughs> with Allah um, but <laughs> but you know it, it is that beauty of uh, yeah uh, insan as a, by nature in Arabic insan is forgetting so by nature, we are forgetting by, by the word itself. Um, mm -hmm. And qalb by nature is changing. So we are changing and forgetting as we move on. And uh, Allah is forgiving of that at all times. So we by nature are created in a way that Allah is in a constant mode of forgiveness. Um, and again, uh, that meaning also over time has changed to me because Okay, I don't know if you guys do this, and this is going to be like a, a trigger to maybe another discussion. Do you ever do something wrong? You know you did it, and it was wrong. And then you see an opportunity in your life that was w swept away, and you think it is from this thing that I've done that Allah is taking that from me. Uh, for instance, as a kid, maybe one time I remember I did something wrong. Uh, I lied maybe or something like that and uh, I remember the next day um, the, the the school teacher was choosing teams and there was like the the, the team of there's two different teachers choosing. oh you connect the dots you, I'm, you I'm connected connecting that dots. because it, because of this I did this yes now because, I'm now this is right. my punishment or this, this is, is my punishment. I deserve this yeah and, mm. and sometimes the punishment can come the next the, right after or can come like a week later but 
you're so cognizant of what you've done that you think the first thing that ha- bad happens to you, you think, oh, there it is. Um, Allah's punishing me. Uh, and with that coins, the idea of Allah's punishing me, meaning Allah's forgiving me. Because Allah is only in the Surah Al-Baqarah, um, that Allah only get, makes you go through what He thinks is to the most of your capacity. So Allah's testing me now, and therefore He's cleansing me of my punishments. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of people think of that often, you know, whenever you go to the hospital and you're going through a surgery or you're going through pain, that Allah is cleansing. And it is. That Allah is forgiving you. He is making yeah. you go through that. And it for is up, for every pain. And it's up to mm-hmm. you, up to you to start thinking, how, how can you take advantage of that state that Allah is putting you in? Um, you know, you can say, oh, khalas is cleansing me. I'm coming out of, out of this a new person. Or you can say, while you're there in that in that bed or in that state of mind, what have I done? And start maybe if you can um, uh, uh, think about it. And lastly, lastly, there's I challenge you guys to do this. Um, whenever you make a stafar after prayer, right? You know, you say your Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Astaghfirullah. Recently, uh, I've been this Ramadan. One of my goals also was to think of a specific event for each Astaghfirullah I say after each prayer. And sometimes I tie in that, I, see, I find myself saying that specific event or that thing that I've done, I'm asking Istighfar. For instance, I say after after Fajr, Astaghfirullah, last night I did something where I, I've wronged someone. I said something that hurt someone. And I'm thinking of that deliberately, of what I said. And I say Astaghfirullah to that. And then I say Astaghfirullah for that thing I remember I done, I've done three years ago. Um, and I say Astaghfirullah <laughs> to that. And it puts oh, me in that... <laughs> no, but, you think no, that no, I'm no, keeping no, just, record yeah. of that, but I'm not really. But it's, it just comes to me because it just it just comes there. Because as as you're in that spot, you just think it, about all exactly. The and yeah, you know, yeah. Allah didn't say you know, or the Prophet didn't astaghfirullah subhanallah alhamdulillah out of just out of ritual. Khalas, your mouth is filled with these words. Just do it. Yeah. What's the point of doing it if you're not thinking of which? What? Why are you asking astaghfar? And if you don't want to say. You know, so you can say the whole 33 for one specific thing, and as you're saying astaghfirullah, you're thinking of that. Um, or if you want one for each, but I guess it's like a, maybe a little challenge. If, if, if you know, you're not always gonna do that. Uh, personally, I'm not always doing that. I forget sometimes, and I'm in a hurry sometimes. So, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's that, like that because that's a good challenge. That, that's yeah. That's and what it is. My only concern is like, what about the things that I forgot about? Astaghfirullah, you never Allah's allowed mercy. to forget, man. Allah's mercy will take care of it. Actually, okay, I, 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 I can't. That's just what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says. Faisal, but, but to, you, to your to your to your point about how has it changed over time? Uh, very similar. My my thoughts are very similar to to what you mentioned. Where before in my life, you know, it was a very it was a very you know I did something wrong. Okay, I have to ask for forgiveness. Um, and it was that sort of like, you know, balancing it out. Like I did something wrong, forgiveness. Did something wrong, forgiveness. And it was that sort of, you know, relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But I think as I've grown, um, and, and I think this is also with friendships can happen, right? Where, you know, in regardless of what, you know, actually not regardless, exactly of what situation your friendships are. Because like if you think, think of like a professional setting or where you're not really close, like you do something wrong and like the, the thing to do is to apologize. Hey, I'm sorry. You know, and is it this is this is a thing to do, and you, you know that's it's done. Like you did something wrong, you apologize, and it's, but then, but then you think of like taking a friendship 
and like you you know growing a friendship that's when you start realizing the relationship with a person and so when i when i did something wrong it's not only do i have to say i'm sorry or i don't have to ask for forgiveness but i also then i have to understand okay how how has this impacted our relationship you know like you take you take it a next you take it a step further and so basically i guess as as i've grown it's gone from a one to one you know professional relationship with god i guess where it's just like you know i did this wrong and i have to ask her i was first for asking him for his forgiveness but then it goes into um okay let, let's let's think about this let's put more emotion to this let's put some feelings into this like what did i do wrong and you know you think about that relationship and you think about is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala happy with me is he upset with me? And, and it's more of a relationship than it is yeah. I did something wrong, and I have to just ask for forgiveness. Yeah. You know, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like, I think that that, that changed no, for this, me. That does, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you, man. I'm on a similar, similar page as you. No, you're right. Uh, that that's uh, that the professional uh, relationship with Allah just changes over time to more. Uh, it becomes more fluid. Uh, it, it, it not just one plus one. It's it's really all the all the. That's one time. All the dimensions. Oh yeah, one and, <laughs> and divided and minus. All the math, all the physics is coming out today. All the, all, all the laws, all the three laws that you guys are mentioning. <laughs> Differential yeah. equations put in there. Like... Oh, I hated that subject. But yeah. But, uh, okay, but but speaking of now, so now we brought in people. So yeah. I'm just going to ask this question: uh, How do you forgive those who have wronged you? I don't know. Yeah. Well, this one's a really hard. Uh, question for me um because like you know like i feel like i I forgave people like in my mind but i just haven't really expressed any forgiveness to people in in my life like in person because i feel like it's just been a while and i I don't know i just feel like i don't think there's any point in like trying to reach out to people to go back and yeah yeah. Mm. because it's been a while like it's been so long and i like for like this whole time like i kind of been just with you know living my life and you know alhamdulillah yeah. but i like in my mind like i just let go let it go and i'm just like you know, alhamdulillah, yeah. forgive them Allah, please forgive them i'm just i hope that's the right way to do it i guess i hope that's acceptable um but that's just how i do it but i mean to be honest it does take like I, i'm not perfect like sometimes if someone really wrongs me like i need some time like i can't just be like oh, i forgive you man like you know you know what i forgive yeah. you don't worry I, I i need some time i need like give me some time and i'll, I'll forgive you eventually and, uh, and I mean, yeah, that's that's my that's my uh, truth on that. You know, as Ramadan starts, you see a lot of people. Uh, everyone, you know, is is asking, you know, if I, if I have wronged you, you know, I ask her for forgiveness, and it's a, it's you know, you see it everywhere, and it's because you know, in this month of Ramadan, we're all trying to wipe our slates clean, and you remember we talked about this rock or whatever this physical thing that's in our heart that's weighing it down, and you know we. We have faith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive us through, you know, because he is Ghafar and like he is the most forgiving and we, we have that faith. But he, I, I forget the, the, the hadith exactly, but, you know, there, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not able or he's, I mean, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can do whatever he wants, but he won't, you need to fix the wrong that you have between your people. That's not something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is just going to forgive, right? So, um so, so, so when we when we go around and we ask, you know, if I have wronged you, forgive me. It's it's the power that we each have um, for forgiveness. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So if somebody if somebody wronged me, I have 
I have such a huge thing that this person could be forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything else that they did, but hey, I have this one thing. You know, and and it, it becomes really tough to put you know, there's a fine line between the emotions of that and, and the emotions that that hold versus being arrogant about it, you know? Because there's some people that because it can be cases where you're you're arrogant about it, that hey, hey, I know that this is my right. I have this right on you that um, that I must forgive you for you to be completely forgiven. So you arrogantly hold it. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Mm. Um, yeah, excuse me. Excuse and, there's, and there's that line between being arrogant about it and understanding the emotion that it caused you because that's not something that we take lightly either, you know? And there are also different, there are variances of, of, the, you know, of um, the, the deeds that people can do on you, like, you know? Uh, extremes uh, sometimes so um, yeah I, I think it's really important that you that you bring that up Faisal what, what do you think um, no you, you guys cover the aspects of it really nicely uh, I guess for me the uh, the how do you forgive those that who that have wronged you uh, I'll start off with this uh, ayah the Prophet Sallam uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's been a long day. Uh, Allah says, that, "Let them pardon and overlook." Would you not love for Allah to forgive you? Allah is forgiving and merciful, and I think um, this one is interesting. You know, from a you know, we talk about relationships as you guys were saying, and and there is a whole psychology topic on this, uh, um, how how it impacts you as a person, how it impacts them, and you know, is it worth it, and how do you break it down to them so they don't do it again. Um, and so they don't take advantage of you and you know so it, it's it's more of a discussion and dialogue than it is an argument because sometimes we find ourselves trying to forgive and then we go into another argument and we're going into a whole new th set of things that we need to forgive each other on after that encounter takes place um, so it's uh, I, I love this ayah because uh, Allah says uh, you know let them pardon overlook like pardon sometimes there's things that you don't have to take upon yourself that someone does it's small things in life and some of us were big on details i know i'm big on details and sometimes in the house there's things that are done i'm like oh why didn't you do it this way and then i find myself being that kind of too sophisticated too specific and i realize why just face no just let it let it go uh and that also sometimes severes relationships when you um when you just take things very like specifically so you need to you, you know your type you know who you are as a person and what you like but know that not everyone is the same so this is i think where the idea of let them pardon and overlook comes into play um and then allah ties it with would you not love for allah to forgive you allah is forgiving and merciful so allah's telling you um i think this is what i'm getting out of it at least that if you forgive he'll forgive you uh and um he knows maybe in that specific thing that you've done, maybe you think they are the ones that wronged you, so they need to ask you for forgiveness. But in that same interaction, you've wronged them too, maybe. And Allah is telling you, if you don't forgive them, I'm not forgiving you for what you've done to them in that in that interaction. So it can be taken, you know, in different ways. But this is the way I'm looking at it. Um, so, yeah, it is tough. Yeah, uh, it's... Um, um, it, 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 it makes or breaks certain relationships uh, but I think it's it's uh, it takes courage it takes bravery don't think it's a light thing it's definitely you know sometimes you 
we're told, hey, just forgive, whatever, man. Like, خلاص, it's just let it go. It's not as easy, maybe, as letting go. So know that Allah knows it's not as easy, and that you, He knows the weight it's put on you to, to, to go through that process. Um, I, I, I really like what you just mentioned, Faisal, and I think that's that's really really important, um, because you know people, we we can look at these verses and we can say, you know, look, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says that, you know, He's been merciful to you, like you are in the same spot and He was merciful to you, so you should forgive. Not understanding that emotion, the emotional, um, the emotion, this these emotions is a process. It's a process to forgive, right? And 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 in essence, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is giving these as reminders to us, so that if we are in this spot where it is, it is something that we need to dissolve, or is this something a grudge that we're holding, or something like this? Hey, here are ways. That here are reminders of mercy, and here you know, not that as soon as you read it, go ahead and do it, because that's that's so hard. That's so hard to just some somebody really wronged you, and you have it, and you should hold it, and the emotions are appropriate, and all of these sorts of things. It's not just as soon as you read it, okay, I should do it. It's just a reminder. It's a reminder to help you through that process of forgiving, and I think that distinction is so important, because uh, we can take Allah Subhanahu's words and just be like, there, done, do it. You know, he says it, go. Uh, but it's a process. You have to understand that the emotional process that somebody has to go through, and these are reminders so that they can, inshallah, inshallah, get uh, yeah. to that spot. Yeah, it's basically that whole idea of cherry-picking something that fits the situation, and you cherry-pick from the Quran, you throw it at the person, like, there you go, that's your medicine. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, there's all thoughts yeah. for that. Yeah. All right, we definitely went over a lot on this one, but this conversation was so, so, so great. Uh, uh, really, really enjoyed it. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here. See y'all in the next one. See ya.